0: hello everyone and welcome back to let's take a moment and it's a very poignant uh, podcast title for this weekend i think because i've been having a number of experiences that have caused me to have reflection over the past Couple of days. Uh, the first thing to just note is that we're in the Platinum Jubilee uh, weekend celebrations. I've had everybody was out yesterday on my street. There was gazebos. There was bunting. There was very patriotic uh, stuff happening, and it was great on TV to see um the Platinum Jubilee celebrations. It's always nice to see the Queen. Um, I'm not a a huge royal. Royalist, if you like, royal fan. I find them them interesting people. Um, it's an interesting institution. Um, as a, a former politician myself, I appreciate the constitutional democracy that we live in in this country, and find them interesting people. They are very privileged. Don't get me wrong. I mean the the deference always fascinates me. Uh, how society, despite being quite tetchy, if you like. When it comes to authority, you're always very, very well behaved. You very rarely see in fact I don't think I've ever seen um any anyone do anything that's like not nice, sort of challenge them. Because I think the punishments are quite severe um in terms of nobody has a go at the monarch. So everyone's always very well behaved and very deferential around sort of Prince Charles and the Queen and <clears throat> she's very well respected. And I personally think and this is just a point of view that when the time comes, the Queen's no longer around. I think what we've seen is a very frail monarch now. Um, someone who can't participate in the events in the way that she did, maybe even a couple of years ago. Uh, obviously lost her husband, Prince, the Prince Philip, um, at the age of 99, a year or so ago. So, <clears throat> time's just marching on, and obviously in 96, she's done very well to get that far, um, but could only play a very minor role now in things. Um has hit that platinum jubilee mark the longest monarch in history um and we won't see that in our lifetimes again and judging by the age of prince charles and even prince william (coughs) unless they were both to leave this mortal curl quite early and we had prince george installed at a very young age that mark might not well be hit uh even in the next 100 200 years and i think as well <clears throat> there's gonna be a debate when the Queen does go on the future of the monarchy itself, and I think you'll see characters like Nigel Farage and things like that start to, you know, agitate around whether or not that should be there should be maybe a referendum over the future of the monarchy and things like that. Um and you're always gonna get a reasonably close result. And there's lots of populist, easy arguments that could be hit on should one family have all this privilege, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. However, <clears throat> that's not the topic of today's podcast, thankfully. Um, what I wanted to chat to you about today is the opportunity to reflect and how we reflect. I've got a couple of reflections to share with you about things I've done myself over the last couple of days. And actually today, on being the 5th of June, as I record this very early on in the morning, as is my customary style um, to record podcasts at quite obscene times when everybody else is asleep, um there is a it's it's a point of your day the 5th of June for some reason is always quite a a day of reflection for me and it comes from well what I'm going to do is have a short break actually so we're going to get into um, a number of things I'm I'm going to take the opportunity during this break uh, to pause the recording you you guys won't notice it'll just be a five second break or three second break uh, depending on the interlude length and i'll come back ready to to share the experiences i'll write a couple of notes down and uh, go through them um, so quite a quite a few things to go through but i will keep trying to pull it back to learning that we could all get value from because i never like these to be just um you know reflections from the inside of my brain because as useful as that might be for me it's not useful to you insofar as you want uh, valuable things that you can enjoy you know use as well because We all have an element of pulling it back to ourselves, don't we? So, yeah, let's take a moment. Let's have a short break and we'll get into it in a couple of seconds time. It's been three seconds for you guys. But for me, I've uh, had a full wash, full uh, shave, deodorized aftershave, put my washing in downstairs and got dressed all before 602 a.m in the morning and this is on a Sunday so yeah definitely not wired for sound in that respect but feel good up early always nice and if I want a nap later on I can have it. So yes the 5th of June is always a bit of a milestone for me and today marks an anniversary so yes you'd be thinking my god is this going to be like this every week well no the majority of my kind of key dates if you like come in the middle of the year um, and it's the 25th and 26th of May, which is my birthday and university anniversary. Of course, we had the 20 years since podcast recently. And the 5th of June, for some reason, (laughs) and I don't really know why, always sticks out to me because, firstly, um, 19 years ago, so 2003, I started working for a company with a really weird name and i think i might have mentioned it this last year on the podcast but it's a company called sticky poly um it's not in existence anymore or at the very least it is um not in existence uh in that name um and i'm not sure whether this is thoroughly legal but um they've got a history of having different limited companies and then they go into somewhat difficulty and they restart under a new name selling the assets for Nominal figure uh, to the new company Which I'm not sure you're supposed to do But uh, they did it <laughs> Um, I think they're still in existence Maybe something called postal packaging What they did was They did um, And then they're still in existence now A guy called Patrick uh, runs it And I think I'm going to drop an email today uh, Just to say you know Been 19 years um, Just thought I would get in touch You know it's been a long time And wish you well uh, And yeah, just, it's been a long time. Um Some good memories. It was only six months I worked there from the 5th of June to the, ooh, 12th of January. And then I moved on to Corals, which was far less uh, of an anniversary. And you'll never hear me mark that date. Um, so yeah, uh, 5th of June, always a day that I just think about new starts. It was probably the first... <sighs> Dare I say, it's a decent job I had. Uh, it was an administrator, it was 11 grand a year, it wasn't really well paid. Uh, but like I say, for for that sort of little moment in time, it was a. It was the first time that I did a job that was reasonably um, interesting. Uh, I, all I did was set orders up, gave us experience of working with people in like a production sort of business. First time that I really worked in a business where it was all about just transacting something that made the money dealt with some you know the factory lads who were were difficult i mean they they used to down tools on a friday before they got paid and refused to work until their pay packets came in i mean it was it was uh it was an interesting place to work to say the least um and i've got some funny stories that i won't share because um i don't know you know if it's right but yeah some some pretty fun times it was based on an industrial estate in lincoln and um what again you guys know what i'm like with food there was a lovely shack that used to do bacon and sausage sandwiches very very nice um looking back the people who ran that were uh, must have been at least in their late 60s so um at the very least in their late 80s now if they're still alive i doubt they are um but they were really nice and used to enjoy popping to see them um i used to be sent round to get the to, to get the orders from the lads, um, that was one of my jobs, so yeah, I was, it was just a young guy, just starting out, um, didn't last that long, um, I remember Patrick reacted really badly when I put my notice in, we had a bit of a row, um, he wasn't very happy when I put my notice in, um, but yeah, the pay was, wasn't great, uh, but it was just, it was a good start for someone just starting out, good experience, but, um, Yes, that's the first update. So the fifth of June I always for some reason remember typing out the order confirmations on the template. I can even remember what it what it looked like. Crazy nineteen years ago that I still have that memory happening for me. But um I'm sure they have much more automated systems now than than what they did back then. There was a whole series of of paperwork that I used to have to, to put together. Um culminating in the invoice that would go to the customer um in the post that would be for for the payment of whatever they've ordered. So um that's that bit. Uh the good news I guess to tell you about, um, in terms of me practising what I preach because I'm conscious that I don't always do that, is um is I'm doing well on the diet. And uh just on again, first of June in twenty eighteen, I set away on a on a successful tilt for a while, where I lost about three stone. Now for me, I'd never lost anything. Um, so to keep it going for that long, discipline on the food, um, everything just was an amazing run. Um, and I've started well, and I've been doing it for about three or four days, and already, and it sounds cliched, but I already feel better. Um, we went for a long walk yesterday. Um, me, my mom and the dog Gogo. Uh, she's a pug. She's only two. Or just coming up to two um so she, so it was a long way for her i think i think it's about a two mile walk and it's down from a, a row of cottages um all the way down an old railway line um and it's amazing how many people we saw uh and we were set off about uh, i think it was half nine it's about an hour's walk it's not too far um but it's it's longer than we've done certainly longer than the dog's done she started off really up for it by the time we got near the car, uh, she wasn't too good. So what we did was we, I met my mum in the village where I grew up and parked in this, uh, on the railway line there's a little car park in the village. So we just parked it in there Um and then we took my car up to the cottages, <clears throat> parked that car there and then we walked back. All a little bit downhill so it's a little bit easier than coming the other way. Um Neither of us had done the full, the full journey, we'd done a part of it to a little bench, there's benches all the way through the journey. Um, We've done it to the first bench, to which takes about, I think it's about 45 minutes if you really give it some welly. <clears throat> we normally saunter back, a little bit uphill on the way back, so we, we take our time. Um, now, the interesting thing about this journey is that as we got um, on this journey, when I was young, and I'm going back to when I was at primary school, uh the railway line was out the back of the school and i went to all saints uh, catholic school in lanchester and um hadn't been back really in any form for 30 years so actually in um and i, I it's not a, it's not a milestone that i've ever really noted and i think i've done enough milestones on this podcast for you guys to think oh god not another one um but in at the end of july and i don't remember the date but whenever the kids break up for a primary school, this year, it's 30 years since I left. I left in 1992 and went to a uh, comprehensive school in Lanchester as well. So <clears throat> all the big kids used to walk on down the road from from All Saints and keep going uh, to, to big school. And we were always like, wow, that's that's like a really big thing. Um, Reflecting. so what I got to do, sorry, I'm jumping ahead. What I got to do is as we came down the back road, uh, there's a little walkway up to the school gates Now just to, you know, full disclosure here Jubilee weekend, there was nobody there <laughs> So I could look through the fence without, you know, staring at kids or anything um. Which you could always got to be very careful And it just, there was a few things that I got to see And obviously looking through the fence It was, got to see the the back of the school um, Which is the playground area So when I was a kid there was, uh, it was all just grass basically There was no um, apparatus that they've got now Um, seeing all the changes taking place in 30 years, there's a, what used to be the all weather pitch, which was just like a sandy, um, sort of hard sand gravel pitch, really. It was just a square uh, on top of a bank. Well, there's now a fence to stop the kids going down the bank. So we used to be able to just sit on top of the bank. Um, nowadays it must be deemed unsafe. So there's a fence there. It's now a, a proper, um, Asphalt, I think, would be the term. It's a basketball court. And they've put a two two sort of fenced-off sports pitches, uh, which I think would have come from from funding. Um, And, you know, it's just all around. They've extended out the back what used to be <clears throat> wood and they've installed some, like, little tyres that so kids can play on, uh, what used to be our little football pitch that we played on at the... Um the early break time <clears throat> because he used to have to walk across some uh field like some grassed area to get to what we called father's field because it was father Malali, the catholic priest walked past his vicarage and he had a field that we would play football on uh we weren't allowed to go into that field at morning and afternoon break time which was half 10 till 10 to 11 and uh i think it was half I think it was 25 past two. No, that was, that was coming out of school. It was half two to quarter three. And um, we used to only be allowed on the, the first grass part. And what was interesting is there was a very sort of rubbishy wooden fence and the gate, you could just open it. So when we used to inevitably kick the ball uh, through the, um, over the fence, we could go out onto the railway line. Me mean, my mum were walking down yesterday and the dog to collect the ball and obviously security wise, somebody could have just come in and there was no fencing. So for example, when you went to Father's Field, there was the large bank at the bottom that anybody could just walk up um, and there really wasn't uh, anything to stop. And looking back, you know, I think Dunblane happened. Wasn't it wasn't about, was it 94 possibly? Um, and until then the school didn't have gates at the side of the building. So anyone could just walk up the side of the building and come into the school. Now, nobody ever did. But that was the security wasn't as tight, and there wasn't a real need to, to be that sort of nowadays The idea that anybody can just walk into a school um and walk into walk into the playground area when the kids are playing or the kids could just like run off and there was occasions where you know somebody a kid would just you know decide to go home and just head off um, nowadays that wouldn't be possible I think because of security but an interest in this, so it was really. The bit that I wanted to tell you about was, was just how how bizarre it was, to be honest, to be standing outside that gate and just having to look through and just remembering that that was where I was 30 years ago and looking at all the change as well. So when you combine that with the reflections from Platinum Jubilee, the reflections and the fact that I'm now making an effort with my diet, and I already feel like I've lost a little bit of weight. There's tons to lose, guys. I'm not going to at any minute say that I'm even at the moment succeeding, although the, the success is that I'm getting some effort made, you know, I'm i I'm taking my sugar readings, which always keeps me disciplined because if you take a sugar reading and you've had loads to eat, it's bloody high and you feel bad. Now obviously it's bad for me, but you know, it gets visualised if you know if you know what I mean. Um <clears throat> so that tends to keep me on the straight and narrow to a degree. Um and I can talk at some point about the effort that I'm making and the psychology behind that, but it was just quite quite a nice moment just to kind of look through and think, wow, you know, thirty years ago I was here as a pupil, um, just about to embark on the next stage of life, and it's all changed. You know, all the teachers have moved on. You know, there's not a single person. There's actually actually the person who is head teacher, a lady called Frances, um, apparently was at school with me, um, and it was in a, it was a few years younger than I was. Uh, but she she's now head teacher Um, I can't <clears throat> I'll be interested to see who it is to see if I recognized her but I, I've never I've I had a look and see if, if there's any photographs but there isn't so I, I don't know I've got an image in my mind of who I think it is but uh, not someone who I knew at school Um, but, hope, but you know fair play to her. she's just head teacher and, and just in terms of learning and reflections that it just reminded me that all of the things that we worry about are just short term because I'm looking at uh, my pad here because I wrote down Sticky Polly, Fifth of June diet, and all things, just to remind me to go through these things. And as I obviously this is my work work pad that I have, I go through my notebooks, writing things down as I come up with things at work. And we, we have all these things that we're really really into, in 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 the present, and lots of things that we want to get done. You know, little projects that we're doing, little ideas that we've had that we're trying to bring to fruition. I'm obviously working on my. Uh, udemy course and'm trying to you know get the gumption to get started on that that 's one of my goals for the for the summer months i'm also working on um playing around with with forex trading again to see if I can get the hang hang of that there could be a, f- a funding opportunity in terms of getting that freedom it's an option that you know i don 't know if it's real but don't really want to go into it now but um if I could use the price structure and things that i've done a lot of research on it and I understand it and it's just a case of trying it out um but that's just something else that I'm up to. But all these things are just, you know, the challenge that we have is to interest ourselves in, in the present. So for example, there would be no value in me um dwelling too much on on the past. You know, there's there's a limit. And I think as we get older, one of the dangers that we have is that we've obviously experienced a lot of life. We've we've got these memories of our of our childhood. And me looking back, I have to remember that these reflections based on my school primary school days my little niece who's 10 is living through that right now and obviously in years to come she'll have a similar sort of maybe i don't know because i think one of the usps for me doing this podcast as a as a podcaster is that i seem to be more inclined to reflect on these things maybe it's because i've got more time to do it um more time to sit back and and reflect it's something i enjoy doing you know i find that living in the in the moment is stressful because um, or living in, in tasks and in to-do lists is stressful because you have unforeseen outcomes, you know, you're unpredictable. So it's nice just to have the certainty of being able to just chill. And I, I long since realised a long time ago that the relaxing moments were better than, than the non-relaxing moments. So, for example, in doing the diet, when I feel better, that's worth the effort because... I feel distinctly better now after only th- three or four days of, of eating just sensibly, not even like I'm not, you know, by any stretch living a, you know, I'm not Gareth Bale, <laughs> you know, I'm not having the, the perfect diet and the perfect physique, you know, it's just not, that's unlikely to happen, but I'm, I'm not being excessive to the point that it's causing me to feel ill, um, which can happen if you just eat loads of carb and rubbish and it just makes me stiff and so and, just... Uh, in every way possible, just made me feel worse, and that 's the addictive element of food and i 've talked about it before that even though I knew it was hurting me i still I still did it and that's that 's where it gets very really, really complicated um, but it 's nice to like I say, just to get back to the reflection it 's nice to take these moments out because after like me being a very logical person, I looked at life and i 'm like look i don 't have for example the the stresses of you know a relationship of necessarily work in a job that's really badly paid or anything like that. So I thought I don't need to, to take on board stresses that, for example, a family would have because I haven't got that. So I don't have the good bits about the family life, um, which I have to live without, but I don't have the bad bits either. So I'm determined to have whatever pluses come from that, I'll, I'm having them. And I think that's what we have to do. You have to say, look, you know, you might not have certain things that you like, or certain things that you want, or certain things that you look at someone else and think, I would like those things. You know, for example, a, uh, you know, really big if you say I want to be a business person, I want to have a big business and I want to earn the money, that comes with a certain amount of stress. You know, you the business has to be making the revenue to cover everybody's wages, to cover all the costs, to make a profit, to look after the shareholders, and you've always got people on your back, you know, what's happening, how it, and you've always got that drive forward in terms of how are you achieving the goals and expectations that you have to achieve, you know, because the one of the frightening things about pressure and time is that it keeps coming. You know, so if you have to make every month, um, say two for 4,000 pounds to survive as a business, that's every four weeks. So you've really got to be grafting Like you can't take a, you know, just have a quiet month. It's just not going to happen. Um, you've got to be out there and you've got to be battling every single month. <clears throat> and if you I remember when we had the, the football team, a little bit of an example outside of business, and every time we had a game and we'd have like 30 to 40 games a season, depending on cup runs, and we had to get 16 lads to, to come and play 16 lads that were good enough to win. But after a while, it was just 16 lads to play. And that battle was almost a weekly event. To the point that we sat back and said, you know, how long can we do this before we're going to have a week where just we just can't get a team there? And that's what happened. Eventually, people, you know, we 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 just lost the the drive to put in that hundred percent effort to get everyone there, and we started to miss games. And at that point, we had to just say, look, we we can't do this anymore. Somebody else has to take this forward. Um, and and that's like I say, the good thing about time in terms of being under pressure is it'll pass. The bad thing about being under under pressure, if you have that ongoing sort of deadline to to meet, is that it just keeps coming. So for example, at work, um, we're sort of pushed to bring in new business all the time. Um, and I'm sure that for the, the managing director, he has to constantly be looking at the balance sheet saying, you know, I'll be bringing money in every month. That You can't stop. You can't just take a a year off and say, you know, we're just not going to push this year. We're just going to have a nice break and then we're going to kick off next year. No, it doesn't happen like that. You've just got to keep going. And if you're self-employed, for example, you've just got to keep blasting in there. Um, And the the only way out, if you're lucky, is to amass enough wealth where it becomes a choice and you can sit back. But even then you've got the pressure of, you know, rising cost of living, you've got, and if you've, I mean, there comes a point, I guess, where there's enough money there where it doesn't matter either way. But I'm sure, you know, for a lot of people, it kind of, for me, the, the joy of, of life would be if you could take a little bit of time away and say, look, I'm just gonna, you know, go to a resort and chill by a pool for, for three months even, or until I get bored now people would get bored cuz that's human nature you know we look back we used to have holidays in the mid 90s um when i think my... i don't know i think we 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 just did it for a while um and then and then we stopped around 96 i think it's cuz i was getting a little we, we were getting a little bit older and you know mum decided mum and dad decided not to bother anymore um for whatever reason i don't think it's because we didn't have any money i think my parents just stopped wanting to go abroad but we had a series of holidays where we would just go for like two weeks of the, of the, of the year go to like ibiza or ramen or something we would just kind of be by the pool so the routine would be get up in the morning go to the pool swim around lounge around by the pool um have lunch play around the pool again and in the evening we'd go out for a meal and then it would repeat it the next day. Now, that sounds really boring if you're a sightseer, but for us, we just thought that was great. You know, we just got to... For me, it was class because we just got to chill. Now, nowadays, you'd have your... would have our phone, we'd have our devices. Back then, it was just a case of, you know, completely check out of everything and just have a nice a nice break, you know. So that was really good. And, um. Would I mean, again, that... For me, looking back, I think, well, would that be better... Would that be fun as a lifestyle? Probably not all the time, but it certainly was nice for, for, for two weeks. Um so that's about it, guys. So yes, uh 5th of June always fun, always good for reflection. Obviously I'll go well with my diet, I want to keep that going. Nice to visit the school, sort of jogged a few memories and made me reflect on change and how it's all updated and how nobody there now will remember what we did thirty years ago. And again, that school history goes back you know 50 years longer i think i I can remember looking back at kids that were there 30 years ago when i was there which would have been in the 50s so there you go that's how long and it would have been people maybe that age looking back and we're now in the 70s now so yeah keeps going but um, take care of yourselves hope you all have a great day enjoy the rest of the platinum jubilee celebrations um, and we'll see you back on let's take a moment in a few days time